I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, Matt Richardson. How are you, mate? I feel excited. There's a frisson in the air. Life is coming back a bit. I've been for a run today. Have you? I'm going for a run a little bit later on. Not a long one, though. I keep telling people I've done like five runs a week. I'm like, yeah, I'm going five times a week. Wow. And then I looked back and I've actually done one a week, really. Right. <laughs> the weeks have slipped away from me. So I feel healthier psychologically because I'm like, yeah, I'm running all the time, but I'm actually not doing it very much at all. Mate, you know, I've signed up to this triathlon in July. Yeah, stupid. Don't know why you did it. So like training has started to pick up a bit now because we're like a number of weeks away from the event that I have to be training a certain amount towards the event. So today I have a run. It's a speed test. So I have to run for like about 15 minutes at a certain speed. And then I've got six minutes all out. Oh God. Right. So literally for six fucking minutes, I have to run as physically fast until I'm about to fall over that fast, then stop, walk for two minutes, then run home for 20 minutes, like a casual kind of jog. But that's six minutes. Have you ever run fast for like a minute, like sprinted? No, I could do 100 metres when I was younger. I used to do that at school. But no, that sounds awful. At the moment, we're doing lots of intervals. So they're like a minute, a minute and a half, like sprints, right? Horrific. It's horrible. But in some ways, I love it. I love it. Of course you do. I mean, I'm sorry, but when you're like, oh, if you ever run for six minutes, full out, it's horrible. I was like, yeah, which is why you enjoy it. Because anything that is unpleasant, you love. But I don't enjoy it. This is why I don't understand myself, because I absolutely physically fucking hate it. I'm dreading it. You're so weird. I can't think of anything worse. But when I've done it, I will win. And I will win the challenge of me. God, you're so weird. And I will beat that fucking inner voice that tells me no. And I will say, I will silence him today. You do not win today. (laughs) Doing this podcast together has really pulled back the curtain on what I thought you were versus what you really are. (laughs) I am deeply disappointed. Oh, no, Matt, no. (laughs) Becoming a better person. Look, I'm all for you becoming a better person. This week, talking of better people, Pixie Lott is on the podcast this week. She is a judge on The Voice. Much better person than us. Very nice, uh, very nice person. Lovely confessions. I hope you enjoy it. After the episode, what we're going to do is we're going to do a little bonus confession from a member of the public of you, dear listeners. Wow. If you want more of those, which we do with our guest, you can get them on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash W-N-O-W. But we're going to give you a little taste after Pixie. This is When No One's Watching. The podcast where celebrities confess their guilty pleasures. And then we decide whether they're good, bad. Crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it. Or bad, bad. Go straight to bed, no tea, and think about what you've done. You might be asking why they tell us these things. And it's basically because we are guilty pleasures, aren't we? I'm Matt Richardson, uh, Heat Magazine's weird crush of the year. And I'm Matt Willis from Busted. Yeah, I know, yeah. 
Hello and welcome to When No One's Watching uh, with me, Matt Richardson. And me, Matt Willis. How are you, Matt? I'm absolutely brilliant, actually. Great, great, great. Who's on the show today? Well, it's a multi-million selling music artist, TV personality, sort of all-rounder, really. Yeah. <laughs> General polymath, I believe they call it. West End star, the lot. It's Pixie Lot. Hi, guys. Yes, Pixie. It's so good to see you. I mean, you must know Pixie because your wife works with Pixie, right, Matt? Yeah, we've met a couple of times on the show and I think we've met a couple yeah. of times at different gigs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Through the years. Busted in Pixie Lot with a great lineup. I'd love to be at that gig yeah man yeah yeah at the moment my kids are so obsessed with the voice kids so we watch it relentlessly Uh, and religiously almost every single night we have to play it so they sing and we have to sit away from them on the sofa and then they sing and we have to go and turn around oh i love that is that not a bit of a busman's holiday for emma she's like i was there well the kids decide which judge we are okay so like one day i'll be danny then i'll be pixie then i'll be will So you've been me before. I've been you many, many times, Pixie. How do you get into the character of Pixie, Matt? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, Pixie's just really nice. It's really easy to do, Pixie. Mm. I find Will quite difficult to be in his zone. Do you? Yeah. I find Danny quite easy. <laughs> you know, it's a right laugh. In the Willis house at night time. I love that. They need to come on the show. Oh my God, they'd love it. We've said they can't. <laughs> yeah, we've said because mummy works on it, you're not allowed. But um, actually, we don't think it's right for them to do it. But um, they would love to. They're obsessed with it, Pixie. They love it so much. Uh, so Pixie, this show is all about confessions and about owning up to the stuff you do when no one's watching. How do you feel about confessing things? Well, I found it hard to like think. And then I asked my best friend and she came up with two ideas that I am not going to say. Oh, they're the great ones, though. Because it's just too embarrassing. Really? But they're the ones we want. We'll get to them. We'll get to them. No, I can't. (laughs) Oh, forget your media training. Tell us the grim stuff. (laughs) No, I can't. But I've come up with a couple that I think I can talk about. Okay. Okay. We'll get to the good ones. Don't worry. Pixie, can we have your first confession, please? So my first confession is just having bare feet everywhere, like as much as I can get away with. I'm happily barefoot everywhere. Like obviously in the house, I try to when I perform and I don't have a problem down the street either. In cities or like in a club, take my shoes off, just feel more comfortable, just feel more grounded. Just silence. (laughs) No, I'm just thinking about it. Two things. You will walk down the street outside with no shoes and socks on. Yeah. When was the last time you went out in public just to walk around in bare feet then? Just in the summer, I guess. Obviously when it's cold, I don't. You would leave your house without putting shoes on? I'll carry them in my hands. Are you never worried about hurting yourself? I have done that before. But I've had the, is it the jab, the tetanus? Yeah, a te- you've had to have a tetanus jab. I've had that. All right, okay. <laughs> so you're immune. I had that done. Yes, yeah, so I was all good. <laughs> I mean, I can't stop picturing how dirty the soles of your feet must be. Well, I make sure that I always like shower and stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but also, because you're doing it all the time, do you have like really tough, hobbity kind of feet? Calluses. Maybe I do. <laughs> I'm just looking at them now. But no, I, I guess like maybe they, they have built up a good soul. <laughs> <laughs> I look after them as well. Like I like going for pedicures and stuff. Right. That like sorts it out. I don't know. I just feel happier. I prefer it. Okay. I mean, probably a bit risky because the internet's weird. I have just Googled pixie lot feet. Oh no. To see what they look like. Well, yes, actually. And they seem fine. <laughs> 
Just fine. There are a worrying amount of pictures of just your feet on the internet. Really? Are there? Oh, on wikifeet.com. <laughs> Wikifeet. Where you can share, rate and discuss celebrities' feet. Oh no, what have they said about my little feet? Do you want to know what your rating of your feet are? I'm scared. So 1,700 people have rated your feet on this website. What? You're joking. 1,700. This is a foot fetish website? No, 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 no. It's not a foot <laughs> fetish website. It's a collaborative celebrity feet website. Oh, okay. okay. Right. And your rating is, you've got five star rated feet. They're rated beautiful feet. Oh my God. 1,290 people have rated your feet beautiful. <laughs> 278 people have rated them nice. 150 have rated them okay. 31 bad. And 27 have rated your feet ugly. Oh my God. Wow. Those 27 people. But they're wrong. You've got very nice feet. (laughs) Your toes are quite prominent in your feet. That's not a good thing. Prominent toes. That's nice. No, no. I think some people have weird stubby toes. You do know that everyone's listening to this is now going to be Googling Pixie Lot's feet. Oh, no. I've opened up a can of worms. Your rating's going to go up and up and up. <laughs> or down. You know, they're loving your feet. You've got some great <laughs> shoes. I'm just trying to find out if there's a comment section. Here we go. Okay, oh, here no. we go. Never look at the comment sections. I learnt that. Here we go. Never look at the comments, Matt. I learnt that early on. And let me see. They're all men, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Did you imagine it going down this route? No, I did not. (laughs) Wow. Right. This is the kind of weird thing people are into. She's barefoot and this video has a really sexy double leg cross. (laughs) Imagine watching someone cross their legs twice thinking, oh, yes, please. Lovely. I actually do do the double leg cross now I'm thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) I've just come across a great one. Good Lord, these feet are gorgeous. And doesn't she know it? (laughs) I love that they're watching it going, oh my, look at her. If you've got it, flaunt it, Pixie. We get it. You've got sexy feet. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. What is this website? Wikifeet.com. This is one of my favourites. Great pick. Nice angle. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Oh my God. Unanimously, what the world is saying is you like being barefoot and the world likes it back. (laughs) Yeah. You want to be barefoot and we want to see it. But not those 27 people. No, there's 27 people out there that aren't into it, but the overwhelming majority, thousands of people (laughs) want you to be barefoot more. So who are we to deny these people their wants? Exactly. Exactly. Have you ever been told off for being barefoot? Yeah, loads of times. People get really mad. Do they? Really? Why? You know, because like if you're in anywhere that's not your own home, I, th- I think it's like licensed things, isn't it? Like some, if something happens. Right. Oh, I see. Like if you're in a bar and you stand on broken glass. Or a building site. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'm always being told, put your shoes on all the time. That's interesting because I, I find it weird when people wear shoes in their own house. I think that's quite strange. Yeah, that is strange. Do you wear shoes in the house, Matt? Um, I'm not quick to take my shoes off. Are you not? Like, I I will take them off. I'm not like, um, I want to wear shoes in my house, but I don't, like, come in and take my shoes off. See, I feel weird walking around my house in shoes. If downstairs was carpeted, I might feel differently. Oh, but you've not got carpet. I mean, my shoes on upstairs would be weird because it's carpet. Yeah. But, like, downstairs, it's like wooden floors and stuff. I wouldn't bother about taking my shoes off. It's kind of fine. Have you ever fallen asleep in your shoes? I mean... There's been years of my life that I've fallen asleep fully clothed in my shoes. (laughs) (laughs) 
literally years. Yeah. <laughs> from a night yeah. out? No, not really. I've come in from a night out and I've not had my shoes. I've lost shoes on a night out before. I've done that a couple of times as Me well. Yeah. I once went to an airport in Japan after a night out and we were running late for the plane. And I got up in the morning, I couldn't find my shoes in the room. So I had to go to the airport with no shoes on. <laughs> and apparently they had a real problem with it, but they wouldn't let me through security without my shoes on. Oh, really? So someone had to go through security, buy some shoes and bring them back and put them on for me, yeah. That's so funny. That's so weird because mostly they make you take your shoes off to go through security. I know, I know, I know, but they wouldn't let me through. That would have been amazing if you'd had to send someone through, buy shoes, come back, and then you get through security and they're like, sorry. And then take them off again. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That was was totally it. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose, like, I quite like being barefoot. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, get them toes out. I always take my shoes off. I don't really like wearing socks in the house. Is it because you have to wear uncomfortable shoes for work? Is that a big problem? Is that why you like this? I've definitely had my time of wearing uncomfortable shoes, like high heels and stuff. Mm. So maybe, I don't know. I just, I I think I love singing bare feet. Does it make a difference? It does for me. What's the difference it makes? I just, when I'm wearing like high heels and I'm singing, I don't do it anymore. I used to when I first started out. I just felt like I was just like, I could topple over at any moment, just like a giraffe. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. And then Mm. when I'm like, more grounded I feel like I can just sing more it's weird no I know what you mean though because like for instance I can't wear shoes or boots on stage I have to wear trainers but that's because my job is to pull faces and jump up and down (laughs) I have to wear trainers for that but that's your thing you feel better in trainers I feel better in trainers if I'm wearing shoes I feel like I can't perform I can't do anything I feel a bit kind of like cemented to the ground yeah yes but if I was wearing high heels then you never know have you worn high heels? Um, I have a few times, yeah. Have you? Yeah, for various jobs and kind of things and, yeah. <laughs> do you like it? Um, do I like it? No. No, I don't. I don't. I don't understand how you would ever want to put them on your feet. I did um, a musical when I had to wear a, a dress and some some heels in it. What show was it? This was in um, Little Shop of Horrors at the end. The dentist oh my God, comes amazing. back on and he's in a dress and high heels. So cool. And they had to cut the high heels <laughs> after a few weeks because I was just like, I can't do this anymore. It just feels awful. <laughs> Staggering around. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. I get it. But I couldn't imagine being barefoot on the street. That's what weirds me out. I'm really torn on this, I think, Matt. What about you? How are you feeling about this? I'm quite torn on it as well because I I get the stage thing. Plus there's something quite cool and quirky about it. No shoes on stage. I like that. But it's just like going outside without shoes and socks on feels weird to me. Yeah, I feel like this is almost like half of it I can get on board with it, but half of it is bad, bad. Mm, I feel the same. So what's it going to be? I think because of the outdoor thing, I think this might be bad, bad. I think it's bad, bad. Yeah. It weirds me out. Oh, like no. the thought of being out on the dirt. Like I wouldn't put my hands on the street. I mean, I wouldn't put my hands on the pavement. I'd feel weird about that. That's different though, isn't it? But why is it different? Because like hands and feet are different. We're all using hand sanitizer now. We're not using feet sanitizer. But maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> I think bad bad. I'm surprised. I think bad bad Matt. Yep. You're right. I'm sorry Pixie. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Can we have your next confession, please? Yes. My confession is basically just how much I use Deliveroo, but I think I use it to like an embarrassing extent. Explain. How much are we talking here? Why is it embarrassing? Yeah. Because, I don't know, like it will be for anything, especially now. Deliveroo has absolutely everything. Yeah. If you've run out of shampoo, you can get that. You can get a razor, you can get deodorant, you can get batteries. Yeah. Get anything. (laughs) So you're not even just using it for like, oh, I fancy a pizza. You're using it for everything in your life. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like over the lockdown, I've realised more and more stuff has become available on delivery. You can literally deliver anything. But I have as well. A couple of days ago, I delivered a coffee. A single coffee? A single coffee. You can do that? Yeah, you can do that. Oh my oh. God. And one time I woke up and I was really hungover and I needed Fanta and I delivered Fanta. A single can of Fanta? No, it was just like a McDonald's Fanta. Right. Oh, um, I mean... So you didn't get the food, you just got the drink? Yeah. You can do that. That's pretty extravagant. Yeah, you can do that. But sometimes if you do that, the delivery charge or like the rider charge is more... Is more than the Fanta. Than the Fanta. <laughs> I am a sucker on one of those apps for if I'm a bit hungover, I will always get a McDonald's breakfast. But like, I won't just order a 99p Fanta and have some poor bloke. You know when you're so thirsty though. Yeah, but mate, you've got taps in your house. And you can't even get to the tap. (laughs) (laughs) But you can get to the front door. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's true. You just need a Fanta to save the day, you know, and you're just so dehydrated and all you can just yeah, yeah. focus on is Fanta and you just need it. You can just get on your phone and you just click, click, happy click away. It's too easy, basically. Yeah. So then you just go, oh, well, why not? Exactly. It's like having a butler. Yeah. Isn't it? Pretty much. It's basically a PA slash butler on your phone. I guess so. It's amazing. It's amazing. I don't know what I'd do without it. How many times? What's your worst for how many times you've used Deliveroo in a day? would you say? Oh, in my life, I would have got it for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Definitely. Really? Wow, (laughs) that's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) I love it. Honestly, it saves the day because number one, I don't cook really. Ever. Right. Really bad. But I do need to learn. I do relate to this because I have phases, but I really do. Like you seem like you feel quite bad about this and I do as well. Like, it feels really naughty. It feels like cheating, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think when you're using it as much as I do for, like, single items. So do you have drivers that are regulars with you as well? Do you get it that much? 
No, they're always they're always different ones scooting about. But I did notice the guy during lockdown. There was a delivery guy that I recognised all the time, everywhere. He must have done everyone's deliveries because I and he comes up on the app and you see his little picture. And I used to watch him all the time, just like through the window delivering. Or something. <laughs> There's Alexander, <laughs> <laughs> the same guy. My God! But no, delivery drivers are always always. There's loads of them. I realised my problem wasn't delivery. I had a real terrible Uber habit for a while. Really? Yeah. There was a point where when I was doing a radio show, like it was 15 minutes quicker to get an Uber than get the tube. So I fell into the habit of getting an Uber there and back every day. Um, there was the point where I started to have regular Uber drivers that I would know. Um, when he went, oh, you again. That's when I started to go, maybe I should probably knock this on the head. Because <laughs> there's like 30,000 Uber drivers in London and I was getting the same ones all the time. So I was like, maybe this is a bit much. The other day I had an Amazon delivery and the Amazon delivery guy came to the door and was like, I think you got to calm this down, Matt. No, he didn't. <laughs> he did. He goes, he goes, I'm going to tell your wife. Think you need to calm this down because they're all to me. I'm going to tell your wife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's extreme. That is a problem, mate. I'm a bit worried for you. It is a problem. So, Pixie, you've got your perfect day. Oliver's away. You don't have to worry about him wanting to cook or his preferences. What is your dream day of deliveroos? Breakfast, lunch, dinner. What? What are we going? Oh for? my god! The perfect day. <gasps> You're making me want to order one now. <laughs> Okay, so I know what my favourite is for dinner. I love pinza. Have you had pinza? No. No, what's pinza? Oh, it's so good. It's pizza, but it's meant to be, like, not bad for you. What? So you can just get it all the time. I mean, what magic is that? It's like a lot of water and a tiny bit of flour. So it's okay. Like- good for you you have to try it it's really okay, nice fine. and you can put your own toppings on i always go for a chili pineapple special i mean those are my worst two things to have on pizza are you joking chilies and pineapples what on earth it's the best pizza and i have aubergine as well aubergines chilies and pineapples it tastes delicious i mean that should have been the confession <laughs> <laughs> aubergine chili and pineapple it's honestly the best pizza in the world i would have a stress dream about that pizza (laughs) you're joking me you don't like pineapple on pizza matt right who has pineapple like me no i don't like pineapple on pizza i do i love it ham and pineapple pizza is the best with aubergine so good yeah that's a curveball aubergine that's a cursed pizza honestly matt do not knock it until you've tried it aubergine isn't nice anyway like aubergine isn't good in anything you don't like aubergine i mean what we're establishing quite quickly here is you could name any fruit and vegetable and i'm not going to be for it (laughs) (laughs) i once had a pizza with lamb on it that was the most disturbing thing i've ever had on a pizza that was weird really i I wouldn't be for that i like a fried egg on a pizza Oh, okay, yeah. I've seen that. You're classy, aren't you, Matt? Classy like that. Little Fiorentina in yeah. Pizza Express. Yes, please. You've never had a Donna kebab pizza, have you, Matt? I've never had a kebab, actually. What? What, even a chicken kebab? I've never had a kebab in my life. Oh, my God. When we used to go on a night out and we go to the kebab shop, I'd have chips and beans. Beans? Yum. What? Those, like, Donna kebabs, I think, just look... Ugh. Have you never had one either, a Donna kebab? No. I couldn't do it. There's something so right about it. Really? It's everything that's wrong, but for some reason, 
So right. Ugh. I mean, do you know what? I haven't had one for years since I've been sober. I haven't had one. Exactly. Like you yeah. wouldn't have one if you weren't drinking. <laughs> In fact, I wouldn't order one now. It'd be gross. But <laughs> You'd have to be drunk to get it. I remember when um, when Busted first moved in together, we had microwavable ones in the freezer. Oh, oh my God. They were like microwavable Donna kebabs oh. that were already made that you stick in there for two minutes. It was wicked. Oh, God. I mean, the more you talk about the early days of Busted, the sort of the more the sheen of that band come off it for me. It was a gross flat. Gross. <laughs> so that's dinner. Is that pizza? I love pizza, yeah. I actually want to get it now. I'm going to order one for you, Matt, with the aubergine and the chilli and the pineapple and see what you think. Send it to your house. I mean, I'm now never going to give you my address. <laughs> <laughs> but that's quite a healthy choice, right, Pixie? That's like a healthy pizza choice. If you were going to be dirty, what would you pick? I love Indian takeaways. Right. But I don't order that off Deliveroo, unfortunately. I just call up because right. on my road, there's actually loads. And it's the Empress and it's absolutely delicious. And I get vegetable shashdik, onion bhajee, cheese and peas, which is called motor paneer, broccoli bhajee and mushroom bhajee. Doesn't that sound delicious? That does sound good, actually. Yeah. What do you guys get? Look, I mean, there's a time and a place where nothing can beat a bucket of KFC for me. It's not very often, and I won't go there very often, but when I do, there's nothing on earth like it, and I want the bucket of chicken. I have not had KFC for years. Do they still do popcorn chicken? Yeah, I love it. My big thing, there's a great pizza place near me called Buffalo de Londra in Crouch End, Ooh. and um, they deliver to me, and it's the best pizza I've ever eaten in my life, and it's like eight quid a pizza. Really? I will order two of those and then save one for the next day when I get them. No way. Save one for the next day, really? Wow. What do you get? The egg pizza. <laughs> no, I think, and this is a statement that I get made fun of, I think a good pizza doesn't need anything on it. What, just bread? <laughs> <laughs> just a margarita. Just a good, if a pizza's good enough, a margarita is all you need. Mm, yeah. I'm a very firm believer of that. I hear you on that. What do you think that's not on Deliveroo that should be on Deliveroo? That's a good question. Like right now, we're all socially distanced. What about a hug? Oh. A hug? How good would that be? That's such a good idea. Or like rent a kitten for an hour. Be pretty good. Yeah. No need, mate. Absolutely. Uh, I'm a cat man, aren't I? I'm a weird cat man. Yeah, that's the cat man. I think it would be nice if you could order people presents on Deliveroo. Oh, we've done that. We ordered like um, Emma's parents' Deliveroo package from a, a garage. Oh, did you? That's good. Yeah, yeah, to their house. Because you can order it to any, any address, can't you? But I think the thing is, then you just strain into the territory of the internet and Amazon, aren't you? Like if you can order anything on there, it's just another Amazon. But it comes straight away. Amazon comes pretty much straight away. Not to me. Well, yeah, you live in the middle of nowhere, mate. That, that's why the guy's telling you to stop the Amazon orders. Like, it's such a trek for him to get to your house. <laughs> so how do you feel about this, Matt? Good, bad or bad, bad? Well, the thing is, right, is that when I went to James Bourne's house not too long ago, I went into his kitchen and I was like, that's a nice oven. Very clean, James. It was like that. I've never used it. <gasps> I was like, what? Ever. You've been in this house for, for nine years. I was like, I've never even, even turned it on. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that's fascinating. So I found that really weird. So he lives on, on delivery and kind of things like that. So he does not cook either. He doesn't cook at all. He's one um, of me. Yeah, so, um, but, which I found baffling. But the thing is, if there was better options for delivery by me, it would be a big deal for me, I think. Also, you're delivering for five as well. So it's not as convenient, really, is it? When all the kids want yeah. different things and all that, I suppose. Yeah. So I don't think this is bad, bad at all. I think this is good, bad. I do this and I feel bad. <laughs> but I just think it is the way society's gone. Like, it's become so easy. 
that why wouldn't you deliver Deliveroo? Well, so you're helping these businesses out right now. They need your custom. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I think probably this is good, bad. Help your local restaurants. Good, bad. Yeah, good, bad. Yeah, you're a good person, Pixie. Well, well done. Ooh, I'll keep doing it. Never cook. I hope, you know, I've been asked like to do a few of the cooking shows. And I just, there's just no... <sighs> I don't even know where to begin. Like, I'm just awful. Like, Do I, you know I, how your oven turns on in your house? I'm just staring at it now. I'm not even good with the microwave. <laughs> 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 I tried to microwave soup, which obviously anyone can do. I couldn't do that. I burnt my hand completely. I had to go to A&E. No. From a microwave? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're dangerous. That's a soup injury. Watch out for them microwaves. I think as confessions go, these have been fairly, you know, fair. I mean, one bad, bad, the foot one, which actually ended up being weirder than we thought. Uh, but they've been fairly tame. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Obviously, you're doing loads at the moment. You've got music out, you're on The Voice Kids, and you've got your own podcast. Where can people find that? Where the podcasts go, I guess. What's it called? Stories of 29. Okay. Boom. I'm really new to the podcast world. I hadn't really listened to many. Yeah. I'm getting into them now. I love this one. What's yours about? So in astrology, when you turn 29, I don't know if it was for you guys, it's meant to be your most transformative year. It's like called your Saturn return. Okay. Wow. So I was really interested in that. So just asking people what their most transformative year has been so far. Like it can be an amazing year or just like loads of challenges, something that made them grow as a person or made them who they are. And everyone chooses different years. So no one has actually chosen when they were 29. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, I turned 29 during lockdown. So like I haven't left the house yet in 29. Yeah, I'm 29 and yeah, I'm yeah. the same. So <laughs> it's not been that way for us, but loads of people choose all different ages. It's really interesting. That sounds fascinating. Yeah. It is really cool. So people can find that wherever they get their podcasts. And obviously, you know, all of your music you've released over the years and the voice kids and everything else you do. <sighs> Exactly. Are you working on music? Yeah, I've been working on a new album that's nearly finished. I figured out how to do it from my house. Amazing. Right. Usually I go to LA to work with these guys and now I can do it like through the internet. Wow, great. Great. So that's nearly finished. But I don't have like release dates or anything like that, but I'm working on it. Amazing. Great. Lovely. Well, thank you so much for coming on this. Thanks for having me, guys. Lovely to see you, the two Mets. Lovely to see you too. We'll see you soon. So there we go. That was Pixie Lot. Fantastic. Lovely, hey? Yes, fantastic. Nice to know that your wife goes to work with such nice people. It is nice, isn't it? You know, and she always says very pleasant things about her, and she was right. Pixie Lot is fucking lovely. Yeah, she's a delight. You know what? My only criticism of her, her and her fiance, Oliver Cheshire, too good looking as a couple. They are. They're they're offensively good looking. I see his face in Marks and Spencer's all the time now. He looks like he's been carved out of marble. Yeah. It's not fair. They're very attractive, those two. Too attractive. You've got to have one to balance out the other. Like my marriage. And look at my relationship relationship mate exactly when you're both too attractive you know you've got like Brangelina problems ahead of you exactly you know you've got to have one who is the lower denominator you need one beautiful woman and then in our cases one charming minger and then you're fine <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's exactly what you need it reminds me every time my wife does anything right so like if she's on the circle or the voice or whatever there'll be an influx of messages on my messenger in whichever app I happen to be on which will just be from blokes basically saying that I'm punching yeah. like every fucking time. And I'm like, I know, I get it, I know. 
but they feel like it's appropriate to tell me every time. I get that. And and you know what? The, the, the annoying thing about that is people tell you like it's a compliment. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, mate, you are punching. I'm like, yeah, but you're still being horrible about me. It's a really weird backhanded thing. <laughs> have I ever told you? I must have told you this story. Years ago, Sam got asked to do a job for a jewellery brand. The girl who was doing it, they wanted her real boyfriend to do it, right? This shoot, this big campaign for this jewellery brand. Right. And they asked Sam to do it. And they're like, yeah, we're going to have you and your boyfriend. And three days before we were meant to go to New York to shoot this thing, they replaced me because I wasn't believable as her boyfriend. Absolutely fucking brilliant. What a compliment. No, no, no. It's not even believable. So let's just leave that. There you go. Absolutely brilliant. Right. Now, as we do on the extended episode of the podcast, when we do some listener confessions with our guests. So if you get the Pixie episode, she will help us judge some of your confessions. I have got one here just as a little taster of that. Okay. So this confession is one that I really like. Okay. Okay. I consider myself an atheist. I'm very, very vocally an atheist, very publicly. I talk about atheism online. I talk about it in my life. However, every time I say that God doesn't exist, in my head, I apologise to him just in case. <laughs> I love it that they're just going, yeah, 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 no, you're absolutely wrong about God. Sorry about that, mate. Yeah, right? yeah. Just, just in case. Just, hedge, no, no just one hedging know. your bets. No one will know. No, and if it is bullshit, bet. then I've wasted no time. But, you know. What I like about this, though, is basically what this confession is, is I am peddling something I don't believe in fully. Exactly. There's non-conviction here. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you were really into it, you'd be fuming if you found out that someone who was, like, trying to sell you something was like, I don't really think this works, in their head. And that's basically what they're doing, just in case they have to get to eternal damnation. This reminds me of when I was a teenager, right? When I was a teenager, my mum used to take me to these talent shows, so we'd have to, like, go in the car to various kind of, like, small theatres around the country yeah. and singing like singing competitions against other people. Right? I used to hate it. But when I got there, I really wanted to win. Yeah. And um, and just before it would get to like the point where they were going to judge you and you get the trophy or not, I'd pray. <laughs> would you really? I'd never pray in my life. Never prayed ever. Didn't give a shit. Did it ever work? I'd win them. And I'd be like that. Oh my God. Then I was like, oh God, I've got to pray every time. There was a period of a few years of my life whenever I wanted anything, I'd pray for it. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, how fucked up is that? Uh, some people would argue that's not fucked up at all. Yeah, you've done all right, mate. I haven't been praying for a few years um, and things haven't been going as well as I should hope. Maybe <laughs> I need to fucking, you know, I need to double down. Look, my career, let's be honest, has been forced onto the public at best. So maybe if I started to pray, it'd just be like things would click a bit better. Is there a popular religious comedian? Tim Vine. Is he religious, is he? Is quite religious. And Milton Jones is religious, but not really. Like, it's one of those things in comedy. No one's right wing and no one's religious, really. Right. There's a couple, but it's kind of an exception to the rule. Maybe that should be my thing. I'm going to be the new, you know, your boy supporting G-O-D with some J-O-K-E-S. I mean, that's a perfect opener. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to start praying for things now. I think this is good, bad. I think this is good, bad. Hedge your bets. Hedge your bets. You know, you never fucking know, mate. Exactly. I mean, the world is crazy if you think about it. Right, I was watching this program called Cosmos the other day, and it showed us how fucking small and irrelevant we are, you know, in the scheme of the universe. Cool. Great. I know. And I was like, holy shit. I need to fucking, you know, what's the point? Oh, my God. You know, maybe, you know, there's something in this religion, Lark. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. See, when I just want to feel small and irrelevant, I just watch other comedian specials on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that works. <laughs> if you want to send in a confession and hear it being judged on the podcast, send it to at WNOW podcast on Instagram. And if you want to hear the extended episodes, 
Go to patreon.com forward slash W-N-O-W and pick your tier. Enjoy. We'll see you next week. See you next week. I love you, God. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.